Hey there, I'm Catalina Villegas. I'm the host of Rolly's Experts Explain Everything podcast. Rolly is the platform where journalists find experts for their stories. It is created by journalists for journalists. And as a journalist myself, I love to find fascinating people on Rolly. Experts with deep knowledge and insight that can answer all of the questions I've ever had about their field. So today we are speaking with Richard Fry. He is senior researcher at the Pew Research Center. Thank you so much for joining us. Glad to be with you today. So the Pew Research Center just published a report tracking some very interesting data as it relates to wages and households. Yeah, so what we did is we looked at um, opposite sex marriages and we were particularly interested in who's the breadwinner in those marriages, um, how has it changed over time, mm -hmm. and then using time use data, we wanted to sort of look at, you know, not just their earnings, but how much leisure time they have, how much time the spouses are devoting to caregiving um, and housework, and then finally the back part of the report, we actually did some uh, public attitudes, public opinion about um, the roles of husbands and wives. So that's sort of a summary of the broad areas that we looked at. Yeah, and traditionally men have been the breadwinners in heterosexual marriages, but in this latest report, it shows significant progress by wives. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, back, um, we, we chose purposely to go back 50 years. And in 1972, um, husbands, were either the primary or sole breadwinner in about 85% of marriages. And so by subtraction, now women were the primary or sole earners in about 15% of marriages. That has um, changed over time pretty substantially. Um, and by 2022, today, what I'll phrase today, um, husbands are the primary or sole breadwinners in about 55% of marriages. That was down from 85%. And women are the primary or sole breadwinners in now in about 16% of marriages. So that was up from 5%. And then in the middle, we have this category, which we call egalitarian marriages. And that's where the husbands and wives make roughly the same amount. And roughly the same amount is that each makes between 40 and 60% of the couple's joint earnings. So they don't have to make the exact same amounts, but they're in the, a similar range of each other. And those egalitarian marriages have risen from about 11% in 72 to now 29%. That's um, basically egalitarian is not yet the most common kind of marriage in terms of earnings, but it's getting there, it's approaching. And so, <coughs> excuse me, a very, kind of quick summary is that, you know, in terms of sort of husbands being the primary or sole, that has fallen from 85 to 55. And so egalitarian and um, wife solar primary, where the wife makes either the same or even more, that has um, risen from 15 to 45. So it's tripled. So that's the, if there's one statistic, it's this. Wives now make the same or more used to be 15%, it's now 45%. It's tripled over 50 years. 
That's significant. That is a big headline right there. You know, I'm wondering what are the main factors that are driving this and how does it fluctuate when you factor in ethnicity or religion? Okay, so there's probably a variety of factors at play. Um, one is um, the wife is most likely to be the breadwinner when she is better educated than her hubby. Those kinds of marriages, given you know women's advances in college enrollment and college completion, those marriages where the wife is more educated than her husband, that's been rising over time. And so that given the way that, you know, sort of women's educational accomplishments and sort of how they choose to, to partner, um, it's increasingly the case that wives are better educated than their husbands. And that's the situation when you're most likely to have a wife breadwinner. So it's partly sort of, you know, educational patterns, but it also sort of reflects sort of how much the husbands and wives are um, choosing to work and the amount of time they're devoting to paid work. And so, you know, not only it's, you know, it's sort of well known that over the 50 years, women are participating in the labor force more, they've also upped their hours. And so it also reflects choices as to how much to devote to the labor market. Um, as far as sort of how um, either, you know, racial ethnic patterns or religious differences, we have in this data set, we have no measure of religious affiliation. And um, I cannot sort of describe the trends for, let's say, um, black wise versus Hispanic wise versus Asian Americans. O over time, we just don't have um, enough opposite sex marriages back back earlier in the earlier years, you know, especially that would be true for Asian wives. But what I can tell you is what the snapshot, what the picture looks like um, in 2022. When we look at 2022, opposite sex marriages, which wife is most likely to be the breadwinner? It's pretty clearly um, black wives more than white or Hispanic and Asian wives are the most likely to be the breadwinner. And let's just sort of put some numbers on that. Okay. In 2022, for all of them, 16% of marriages, the wife um, was the breadwinner for um, among marriages involving a black wife, 26% of them were breadwinner marriages. When it's white wives, about 70% of them are breadwinner wives. With um, Asian American, 14% of Asian American wives are the breadwinner in their marriage. And then mm -hmm. for Hispanic, 13% of Hispanic wives are the breadwinner in their marriages. So this, this pattern that black wives are most likely to be the breadwinner, it's, it's true in 2022, and it also was found in earlier studies as well. Um, so that's kind of one basic pattern that you see um, in um, heterosexual marriages. But wives are doing a whole lot more than just contributing financially. This quote from your report really stood out to me. It says, even as financial contributions have become more equal in marriages, the way couples divide their time between paid work and home life remains unbalanced. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so using a different sort of data set that collects accurate details on time use, 
um, we're sort of, we were sort of able to sort of look at the opposite sex marriages, do a roughly comparable sort of, you know, typology of splitting them up into five ways. And sort of what in this time use data, what you see is um, that even as you go from the husband being, let's say, the sole earner to the wife being the sole earner, just generally um, the, the amount of hours that wives are spending on um, housework and caregiving relative to their husbands, it doesn't change all that much. <laughs> um, just as an example, um, when you look at, let's say, egalitarian marriages, where the, the two spouses make the same, again, wives are devoting more time to both housework and caregiving than their husbands. And you'd think that when then when you look over and sort of look at the patterns, when they're the primary earner, now the wife is devoting more time to paid work. Mm -hmm. She's the primary earner. Um, and what you sort of see well, it's still the case that in those marriages where she's the primary earner, she's doing more housework than her hubby, and she's also doing more caregiving. So That's just in spite of the nuts. fact you know, that her earnings <laughs> contributions have increased, the relative um, home activities, it doesn't change. The wife is still doing more. I feel like this is something that women have been saying for years if not decades and i'm just so glad that it really it's it's born out in the numbers right we can see it in the data we no longer have to say hey you know i'm feeling like i'm doing more of this housework no it's really in black and white in print and i appreciate you for putting <laughs> this on paper yeah it was a very i think um kind of a smart smart decision on our part to look at to go to invest the time to look at the time use data and sort of see how that it plays out. I know that you guys were looking at uh, 50 years back and you were trying to make this comparison, but I do wonder if um, you have any kind of uh, data or insight that you can give us into how maybe these statistics changed with COVID. Uh, we heard a lot about how women were staying home and a lot of the caregiving uh, caregiving hours grew for women? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And what you see in the report is you only see sort of, you know, the, the pattern um, every 10 years. But this, this for, the, for the earnings um, analysis, that's based on annual data collected by the Census Bureau. And I actually do know annually um, sort of how the split of marriages has changed across, mm -hmm. you know, sort of who's the breadwinner. Um, so this is unpublished research, but I will share it with you. Um, so let's talk about the share of marriages where the wife either makes the same or more than her husband. Again, in 2022, it was 45% of marriages where she was same or more. In 2019, it was 43% of marriages. So it's risen from before the pandemic. Now, um, an expert would ask me, is that a statistically significant? I haven't checked it, but my gut tells me that, that given the size of you know, how, many, how many marriages we're looking at, I bet you that two percentage point increase is statistically significant. So it's been rising and it even is higher today than it was in 2019.
Hmm, that's fascinating. You know, it's、um, going back to the household chores and all of that. It, it's very interesting that women have this heavier load, not just when the man is the breadwinner, the breadwinner, not just in egalitarian marriages, but also when the woman is the primary earner. But there is an exception, as I was reading in your data, and it, as it relates to when women are the sole、uh, breadwinner. Is that right? Correct. When they're the sole earner, here's what we see:、um, in terms of housework, there's no statistical difference between the number of hours devoted to housework between、um, the wife and the husband in a sole earner marriages. And this is the one instance where the husbands step up and actually contribute more hours to caregiving than. The wife, when the wife is a sole earner, that's the only time when you see husbands devote more time to caregiving than wives, is when we have a wife who's the sole earner in the marriage. That's so interesting. And do you see a breakdown on this、um, by? Do you have data in terms of demographically how it breaks down? It, no, we do not. And the reason、mm-hmm. is, is again, the time use data is coming from a different. Um, Census Bureau data collections, and because of to get enough opposite sex marriages in the time use data, we actually we called it well I don't know I, I can't remember exactly we called it today but actually what it was it was the most recent five years of data combined so it was like I think twenty sixteen twenty seventeen up you know so in order to get enough opposite sex marriages even just for all opposite sex marriages we had to combine five years of data. So you just can't you cannot do any kind of detailed demographic breaks on you know sort of how、um, time time uses plays out、um, across you know husbands and wives、um, by different demographics. It was hard enough just to get an accurate all all opposite sex marriages. Right. Yeah. Absolutely.、Um, so women's participation in the labor force peaked around two thousand. It has since declined. With that in mind, how do you think that shows up in the data? That is an excellent question, and let me elaborate a little bit on that. So, not only has women's labor force participation fallen since it peaked somewhere in the late '90s, let's say 1999. Well, that's that's all women. That includes both, you know, single women, unmarried women, as well as married women. Well, what happened to married women's labor force participation? You are correct. Married women's labor force participation also peaked、um, in the late nineties.、Um, so, given that, you might expect that the share of mar- opposite-sex marriages, where the husband is the sole earner, you might expect that to actually have risen. Given that、um, married women are less likely to be in the labor force, that's not what my, our numbers show. Though it was twenty three percent were husband sole providers back in let's say two thousand two, and it's still twenty three percent today. So there's a little bit of an anomaly. You expect it to have risen at least a little bit. It's not rising. And what I need to do to adequately answer this question is I actually need to look. Not at all married women's labor force participation, 
but married women's labor force participation when they're between the ages of 25 to 64, which is what, so there, I don't have a, a complete answer for you. You are correct that married women's labor force participation um, has declined a little bit, but I don't see it in this data on the earnings of opposite sex marriages. Um, so there's a little bit of anomaly there. Mm, that's fascinating. Um, Richard, what do, you, what do you hope will come of this data? How do you hope it's uh, used? I think hopefully it will give us sort of a better appreciation of um, some of the um, strains and pressures that come with when the wife is the breadwinner. Um, now, my supposition would be that kind of, you know, uh, I'm an economist. We use the word, you know, bargaining in a marriage. It's basically sort of what, think about it this way, in layperson's terms, we're talking about, you know, sort of who has a say in financial decisions um, in the mm -hmm. household. And I, I think, you know, there's, there's supposition would be is that as women's um, earnings, relative earnings within the marriage um, increase, that she gets more say, she gets more leverage. Um, however, there's some other factors to, to think about. Um, number one, we've already sort of worked through that, yeah, she's earning more, but in terms of sort of the other demands on her time, they're not, they're not falling much at all. And so we have stresses on the wives as she becomes the breadwinner. And then aside from the stresses on the wives, there is kind of a, a research literature. This is not ours. This is not in this report. But um, there's a research literature that sort of shows that um, there's kind of a, a gender norm. And you particularly see this among um, less educated spouses. And the gender norm is, is that a guy's supposed to be the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. And there's some evidence that, um, that wife breadwinner marriages have um, lower levels of marital satisfaction and lower levels of stability. They're more likely to um, experience divorce. So I think Ooh, sort of- Wait, say that again. Was it wife, when the wife is the breadwinner, there's lower levels of satisfaction or when the, the man- there's, there's, there's lower levels of marital satisfaction and also they tend to be not as stable. In other words, they're more likely to end in divorce. That's so interesting. And um, I don't have it. I don't have an explanation um, for why that is other than, again, um, it may be the case that the wives are experiencing stress given sort of the fact that they're, they're devoting more time to work, but they're not getting, you know, additional help around the household. But it also could reflect, again, this fact that um, some spouses, there may be this expectation that the husbands are going to be the breadwinners. And when that's not the case, it leads to stress in the marriage. So I do think for a variety of reasons, um, it's worth looking at sort of, you know, how, how are couples um, balancing their roles in the marriage and, you know, sort of documenting whether, you know, wife breadwinners are on the rise because um, yes, it may have some advantages, but it also may have some disadvantages for the marriage. Yeah. This is fascinating. I'm going to print this and I'm going to put it on my fridge so I can show my husband every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic insight. Richard Fry, Senior Researcher at the Pew Research Center, thank you so much for your time. You are very welcome. Enjoyed it. 
You can learn a lot more about Richard and hundreds of other exceptional experts by visiting rollyapp.com. I'm Catalina Villegas, and you can always connect with me on social media at Catalina Official. That's Catalina O-F-F-C-L on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Until next time.